Welcome to the Principal's Office Podcast, where we believe that the principal's job is the most interrupted job on the planet, and creating a clear and cohesive plan is the best way to improve your school. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the founder of Leaders Building Leaders, and it's my goal each week to introduce you to new strategies and initiatives that are improving schools across the country. You're going to learn leadership principles that are going to help you accelerate your growth, build your teams, and execute on those goals so you can exceed those expectations of the communities that you aim to serve. If you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to our website at lbleaders.com. But for right now, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. So I read over Thanksgiving break, I read this book, Eat That Frog. I don't know if anybody's read read that book, but um, it really it really kicked me where I needed to be kicked with a lot of pieces, just really looking at peak, you know, peak performance and and really being um, uh, resilient with your time and how you spend your time and making sure that every moment of your day is spent uh, you, you know, really doing the most productive task that you can, right? Um, so I was just going to share just a couple of the things I learned, you know, just a few of the strategies. And the first, the first strategy in the first, you know, chapter is called set the table, right? So that's like getting really clear with what you actually want. So earlier in our mastermind call, you know, someone said, hey, I want to bring a, you know, a certain amount of money into my organization. I was like, well, how much money? You got to get really clear and you got to have this burning desire for this amount. So it was $100,000 was their amount. So I said, write it down. You got to write down, I'm going to have $100,000 raised in this way. Jim, by the way, it was Rhonda from the association. So you should probably talk to Rhonda and help her raise $100,000, right? She said, I want $100,000 you know, just say, that's right. So then you got to be so clear. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. You got to write down and get clarity because clarity is, you know, perhaps the most important concept of being productive. If I'm clear with what I want, then I can be clear with what I should be doing, right? I might not know how to do all the steps, but at least I know that what I'm doing right now is going to help me get, you know, closer. So write down your goals. And in this book, it talks about only 3% of the world has actual written down goals, 3%, right? Hmm. And when I work with a lot of schools, a lot of schools don't have written down goals. You know, I, my, you know, business, eh, we've got goals written down, but I wouldn't say they're always in the front of mind. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Cause we're not constantly talking about what's the goal, right? Cause the, the clearer that you are in your goals and objectives, the greater the clarity you're going to have to create the steps and the strategies to achieve those goals. If you're not sure what you're trying to achieve, it's really hard to create a plan, right? Mm -hmm. I've been saying recently, I say, hey, there's that saying a goal without you know, a plan is a wish. Well, a plan without a goal is just activity. It kind of works both ways. You're just kind of doing things, right? So <clears throat> one of the major reasons for procrastination is the vagueness, the confusion, or being minded about what you're trying to actually do that one right there i was like oh my gosh yeah i mean i've been vague i've been fuzzy mind i've been not clear and it's usually because i'm you know sometimes i wake up in the morning i'm like i'm not really sure what i should work on first today and that's a problem because that's 
time wasted if you don't know exactly what you should be working on. And so you avoid this, you know, fuzziness by, you know, getting really clear in your goals objectives. So you can perform the right tasks in the right actions, right? In order, right? So you actually have to prioritize. So one is you got to, you know, decide what you want, right? Decide what you want. Most, the most successful people make decisions quickly and they rarely, rarely move away from those decisions. Two is to write it down, right? Write it down, right? Write down the goal. What's the act you're actually trying to achieve? What, what will you tangibly have? Step three is to set a deadline. Step four is to make a list of everything you will have to do in order to achieve that goal. Now, this might be a growing list, but you just take the time to just write everything you know you think you're going to have to do in order to do it. And that's a really important step because that's that's the one that I think that I miss the most because I say I want this goal and here's the strategy, but I don't write it down. And then when I go to work towards that strategy, I'm like, okay, what am I doing next? But if I wrote it down, I could just say, oh, I'm just doing the next step that I wrote down, right? Organize that list into a plan, a prioritized sequence, right? Because the goal doesn't seem so big when we organize it into smaller tasks. I just have to do the next task. I don't have to worry about raising $100,000. I just have to take the next step, you know, whatever that part may be. And step six is to take action, right? Uh, to to um, even a bad plan diligently executed, right? Is better than an excellent plan not even started. <laughs> too many people over plan. It's like, just throw your best shot at it and you'll get closer just by doing something, right? And just resolve to do something to achieve that goal every single day. Just don't sit there. Just don't sit there. The act, mm-hmm. the universe likes action, it likes action, and it likes you know speed, right? So the so the call to action, right, of this first set the table was to make a list of ten goals you aim to achieve by the end of two thousand twenty three, right? But write down the goal as though you you're actually already in possession of it, right? So I'm so I wrote down. I am 180 pounds, right? I am a millionaire, right? Or I am the principal of my own charter school or whatever your goal may be for that year, write it down as though you're already in it, right? So it's, you know, I am 180 pounds and today is December 31st, 2023, whatever it may be. And review that list, right? select the most important goal, right? What you think is the most important goal that's going to help you be the person you need to be. Um, and just start there. Start with that one, right? Take that list and and start to plan plan every day in advance, right? So, so now I've got my goal and I've got my objectives and I've wrote down all the things I think I need to do, all right? And I've chosen, I've prioritized which goal I'm going to work on. And then I'm going to plan every day in advance, okay? Because, you know, taking action without any thought, right, without thinking things through is the big part of the problem. That's what I realized. I'm like, I'm trying to take action with no momentum because I'm just like, oh, what's 
Where did I leave off? What's, what, what's the next thing on our list that we've got to do to execute that project? It's a huge part of my problem, right? So the better plan you have, the easier it's going to be to overcome procrastination. Clear example, I had 15 minutes in between my last call on this one. And I'm like, okay, 15 minutes is not enough time to really do all these things that I need to do, right? So I could check email, but we all know, you know, checking email turns into a two hour you know, process. <laughs> but what I realized is like, nope, I left off on page one because I had written it down. Where exactly do I need to pick up? And I was able to spend seven to 10 minutes, you know, before Jim hopped in this call, uh, uh, you know, on that task. And I got a couple pieces done and I realized that I'm only working on one task, you know, today I've got some small like pieces. And if I just keep following the process, I'm making, I'm making progress instead of saying, I'll get to it after the kids leave today. That's going to be four o'clock and I'm going to be exhausted. I'm like, no, it's happy hour. I'm going home. I'm not going to do it today. Right. So, so this is really starting to help me be more productive with my time, you know, because I'm only working on one thing at once. Right. And I'm not saying what can I do in 15 minutes? I'm just saying, what's the next task? And I can just grab right there. Right. So uh, when he talks about, you know, the whole, you know, uh, process of eat that frog is that if, you know, if you watch the little video I sent, that if you if you start your day by eating a frog, everything else that you eat for the rest of the day is going to be a lot more, you know, delightful than eating that frog. And that's what he's saying. Start your day with the most difficult task, whatever's next on your list, to be able to do that and just keep going. And he talks about 10 to 12 minutes a day to just plan your day can save you two hours of wasted time. Just taking 10 minutes and just writing out these are the not these are the things I need to do today. These are the action steps I'm taking in order to do today. And that's where I mess up everybody. I make a big stupid to-do list that just has a bunch of accomplishments on it rather than these are the actual steps I need to take to be able to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that was, that's, that's huge. So I can't wait to really, really start to put this in the process. So he said, so he said, so he, he just recommends make the list the night before, because as you sleep, your subconscious will actually start working on that. So as soon as you wake up, you're ready to go and you know exactly where to pick up, which I've realized in my awareness, like over the last, you know, couple of months, like I have kind of started to drift off, you know, thinking about what I wanted to say or what I wanted to do. And it's like, when I was able to wake up, I was able to kind of pick up, right. You know, sometimes I'll have like a, like a paper and pen next to my bed and I'll wake up and I'll write it down. But now I'm starting to find myself, I'm waking up with that thought, you know, still in mind. So making that list the night, you know, before. So, so you've got these multiple lists, you have this big master list, right. Of the 10 things I want to accomplish this next year. And then you have a monthly list. What months, do I need to accomplish them, right? So if you think about your school year or your business year, you, you know, you could actually break it down. And then you break your monthly list down into a weekly plan. And your weekly plan turns into your daily actions. It seems really simple. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. overly simple. But it's just a matter of having, getting really clear on what it is that you want to achieve. What are the action steps, right? And objectives to do that. And just making sure that every day you start with that task 
and not start by, you know, doing something that's, you know, in your email or that's attractive or you you think it's urgent and important when you could probably actually end up, you know, delegating it. So then you might be asking like, well, Tom, I got so much to do. Like, how do I know is the most important piece? So this last one I'm going to share is the 80-20 principle. And, and, and you know, uh, many of you probably know this. It's the Pareto principle. But 20% of your activities will give you 80% of your results, right? So 20% of your problems, I'm sorry, 80% of your problems come from 20% of your people, right? 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your clients. It's just, it's just the way that the world works. So here's a couple common mistakes that you know people make. You know, the number of tasks versus the number of importance of the task. So most people procrastinate on the top 10 to 20% of items that are most valuable, right? We call them the vital few. So instead they do, let me do the eight other things and then I'll start the big project because then I'll feel accomplished because I got those eight things done. When really, when we would have spent the time doing those one to two things, we would have got a much better return. So when I think about from school leadership or you know business leadership, it's it's recruiting, hiring, building systems, giving feedback to employees, training people, you know, developing the people around you, recruiting more kids, creating more revenue for your business, what you know, whatever maybe those are the those are the most important things that a leader needs to do. The second big mistake is they focus on activities and not accomplishments, right? So, you know, you often see uh, people <laughs> who, is, who appear to be very busy, but they never really seem to get anything done, right? And it's, you know, because that they're working on the tadpoles, and that's what he talks about. You know, the frog is that top 20% of your activity, but most people are attracted to, you know, eating all the tadpoles because it's just easier to do, Right? So those people are exhausted because they're working all day on low value tasks while procrastinating on the top two activities that if they completed them, right? If they worked on those every single day, it would make a significant difference in their life and their, in their organizational success and their personal success if they just handled the hard things first. So prior to starting your workday, always ask yourself, is this task in my top 20% or my bottom 80% of my task list? And the rule is you got to resist the temptation to clear up small things first, right? Because whatever you choose to do daily eventually you know, becomes a habit. And if you have a habit of choosing those little tasks first, you're going to just do it. I had a bad habit. I mean, some of you may know I wake I was waking up at 4.30 and I wake up at five now, but I was spending sometimes 45 minutes to an hour on just stupid social media and things in the morning. And it, it you know, became a bad habit of mine over about a month to uh, six weeks. And I realized this is my most important part of my day. Why the heck am I watching this dog lick, you know, make fun on TikTok? Because it's funny, because it's entertaining, right? But so... But the fact is that the time that it takes to do a couple of low-level jobs is the same time as it takes to complete a harder task. You just got to ign ignore, it's, you know, 
it's either do it, delegate it, or dump it, right? So these are the delegation or dump it tasks that you've got to push to the side, right? So in our charter school world, some examples might be emails, an epicenter, right? By the time you do those two, you could have done a informal observation and probably given feedback to a teacher. A way better return on giving feedback to an employee than answering a couple emails or uploading your epicenter tasks, right? Or you could have trained a member of your team to answer your emails and do, do the epicenter task, and now they can always do them. It's huge, right? Mm-hmm. It's huge. So time management is really a life management task, right? You've It's a personal life you know, decision. It's managing a sequence of events and how you're going to spend your time and who you're going to spend your time with. Time management's making the decision of what to do next. And there's always a choice. So you're always in charge. Like, you know, if you're if you're trying to you know lose weight, the time to decide to not eat the cookie isn't when you're face to face with the cookie. It's I've already made a decision. I'm not going to eat that cookie because it doesn't fit within my you know, regimen, right? Same thing. It's like I'm not going to have that conversation with that person. I'm not going to dive into my emails because I know what the what the effects are, and we are the cause of our cause of our um, effects. So the call to action is to take out your list every day, right? Identify the top two things. If there's 10 things, the top two, and just do those tasks until they're done. And the rest of the stuff, someone else will tell you if it's important down the road. So uh, those are just the first three chapters of that book. The book's so good. And uh, I'll keep you know sharing more stuff later, but I highly recommend it. It's, uh, it's only 100 hundred pages, each of the chapters, two or three pages long. Uh, and I, you know, it's a lot of stuff that I know, but I don't do. And remember the greatest gap in life is the gap between what we know and what we do. Um, so that's what I, you know, that's my goal for 2023 is to really, really get, you know, regimen on how I use my time um, and make sure that I'm always, you know, asking myself, is this, is this what I should be doing right now? Is this the best use of my time right now? And if it's not, then I got to make a decision. I got to either equip someone else to do it or I got to just you know dump it from my life. And eventually someone will tell me a couple of weeks from now whether or not it was actually important or not. So I'll open and the who's floor. the author? Who's yeah, the his, author of the book? His name's Brian Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y. Yep. And the book's called Eat That Frog get more of the important things done today. And it really just lines up to everything we talk about in risk management and, you know, you know, school development, like all those pieces. Like if I do the hard things first, I'm going to get a greater return on the end, right? In all of our worlds, like most emergencies occur, you know, because we haven't addressed the hard thing when it happened, we know we didn't either build the system in place or we didn't train someone how to do it. Or, or like when we, you know, think about a school year, there's only a certain amount of days that you can teach kids, right? So if our end of grade isn't very good, it's really because we didn't use our time that we actually had the kids in front of us to our best. And um, it's, it's all around, you know, how are we using every minute of every day? Uh, Cause wasting time is a slow form of suicide. You cannot recreate time in life. Um, you can't get time back. And if you bring more things into your life, like this is like later in the book, like if I bring more things in, that means I have to kick something out. 
because I can't create more time. Like, so if we're adding on, you know, you know, programs to our daily curriculum or like initiatives or tasks, that means I have to eliminate something. I can't keep shoving things into a bowl that, you know, only, you know, only fits a certain amount. So um, really, really important to really think about how, how, how am I utilizing my time? So the school I'm, you know, I'm in charge of right now, it has a six hour day. It's only six hours. I only have six hours with the adults and kids here. So if I want to create change in those six hours, I got to be laser focused uh, with that because they're not staying more than six, right? <laughs> Car duties here, true, they're out the door. Um, so, you know, you got to, you got to be really, really.